We talked the last week about the parable of the sower. When the farmer was our Lord Jesus Christ and the seeds were the word of God and the soil was us and we talked about four types of soils the wayside soil where the seeds cannot go any deeper so the birds will come and take it away and we talked about the rockery soil and we talked about the thorny soil and then the good soil today it's the same parable repeated and we want to go further on the good soil the good soil is a fruitful soil which brings forth fruits 160 and 30 <coughs> in the parable of the sower the roadside, the rockery soil, the thorny soil, it's all in the soil. It is all from within. What made the soils is not the same lack of nourishment, lack of watering. But here is a different matter. The Lord said another parable which is another parable which is An enemy came at night and planted tears, planted tears, zawan, and tears. came from the, the Hebrew word Zanam. Zanam in Hebrew means adultery or fornication, means Zana. Zanam means 
someone gone beyond a different God. This enemy came with this strange thoughts and planted it in the good soil. The problem of this tears that it looks exactly like the wheat, like the normal good plant. For the tares looks like exactly the wheat. And this is a big problem because you can't differentiate. But by the time you can differentiate between the tares and the wheat, then the roots would have grown and interacted together and attach it together. So if you take the tares out, the wheat will come out too. That is why our Lord Jesus Christ, when the disciples came and told him about the tares, shall we take it out? He said, no, leave it to grow together. Leave it to grow together. So that when the time of harvest, the time of harvest is when, when our Lord comes in his second coming. So at the time of harvest, the Lord will send his angels to separate the tares from the wheat and they take the tares to the uh, lake of fire and through it and they collect or gather the children of God to be with our Lord in heavenly kingdom forever. We want to look a bit deeper at the tears Satan comes to implant tears everywhere. What are the tears? Tears could be heresies, heresies, heresies is very known tears. Satan implanted it and implanted them in great people, in good soil. Arius or Arius was a priest, good soil, 
but Satan implanted in him this heresy. And more than Arius the priest, it was Nestor, he was a pope. He was a pope. And Macedonius as well. They are great people. They are great people. And even when we look at the disciples, there was Judas, who Satan came and implanted tears in their hearts. And that is why we need to be careful. We need to be very cautious. Even if we come to the church, even if we are servants, we need to be very cautious because Satan does not differentiate between who are you, young, old, normal person or one of the clergy. Satan does not give up and does not differentiate. So tears could be the heresies could be as well the hypocrisy. Satan makes our conscience to go to sleep by telling you, be good in front of people. That's all what you need to be. But when you are on your own, that is your life. Do whatever you like. And this is another trick. And this is another deception living dual life, living in a way in front of people and another way when you are on your own. Like very common among the young people or the youth to go on bad sites on the internet or to let your thoughts to wander away, or to let your eyes to look bad looks, or to lie, or to appear in a different way. These are all tears, tears. Satan comes and implanted in you. The problem of the tears that it looks like the wheat. You can't you can't differentiate between them. If you remember 
the Lord gave us examples of that, ten versions. They look like each other. No one is different from outside. When was the difference? When was the difference in the ten versions? When the bridegroom has come, when the Lord will come, he will find five of them foolish. Foolish, how come, Lord, they are virgins? Look at them. They are in the church. They are doing everything. Yes, but they are foolish. Satan succeeded in implanting some tears in them. Arfin, when Moses stood before Pharaoh, the Lord said to Moses, for Pharaoh to believe you through your stick, and it will be a snake. So Moses threw his stick and became a snake. Moses expected Pharaoh to do what? To believe in God. Yeah? But Pharaoh brought the magicians he has and said to them, can you do that? To the magicians threw their sticks and they all became snakes. So Pharaoh was confused. Which is the power of God? The snakes looks like each other. Satan succeeded to make the confusion to Pharaoh. But, of course, the power of God made the snake of Moses to eat all the other snakes. But for a while, they look like each other. As well, Satan confused Adam and Eve. <coughs> Satan looked like more compassionate than God himself. He deceived them. He tricked them. He tricked them. How? By saying you will not die. But if you eat from this tree, you will be like God. And that is why God doesn't want you to eat from it. But I love you more. Look the like that he, he cares about them more than God. But it was a trick. It was Satan implanting tears in their minds. As well, Cain and Abel, Satan kept steering Cain. Why God doesn't accept your offering? It is an offering. Why it is less than the animal offering? And made him to be angry 
and even to the extent to kill his own brother. Tears. Tears can be judgment. We judge each other. One day, one day, Moses came down from the mountain with the two tablets of the Ten Commandments and found all people worshipping the idols. And he was furious. He was angry. He broke the two tablets of the Ten Commandments. And then the Lord came and said to Moses, leave me to deal with them. And what the Lord did do? The Lord sent his angels and killed half of them and left the other half. So Moses went to the Lord and said, Lord, how come you do that? They all worship the idol. If you want to kill them, you kill them all. If you want to leave them, leave them all. Why do you kill half and leave the other half? The Lord said to Moses, you look at the eyes, but I look at the heart. You don't know their heart. We make big mistake by judging the others. It is theirs. Satan puts it in our minds to judge people according to what we see, according to what we think. But that is not true because God looks at the heart. They brought to our Lord Jesus Christ a woman caught in the same act and said to him, even Moses said, stone her. The scripture saying stone her. God is saying stone her. He said, okay, who of you without a sin will cast out the first stone? And there was no one. He didn't even say, who of you is not adulterous? He said, who of you without a sin? And the Bible is very clear, saying whoever sin in one have sinned in all. Whoever sinned in one have sinned in all. Let us never judge, please. Because you look at the eyes, but you never see the heart. Leave them and on the second coming the Lord will come and send 
his angels after the day of judgment and gathered the tars and threw it in the lake of fire and gathered his own children to take them with him to be in the heavenly kingdom forever with him. We need to take out to pure to take out and purify our lives day by day in repentance. We neglect repentance and confessions and that is why Satan keeps implanting towers day after day which will ruin our lives. The only way to be saved is to keep repenting, is to keep confessing, is to keep watching and praying that Satan when he comes he finds no place in your heart you know what our Lord Jesus Christ said about Satan Satan is coming but he has no place in my heart may our Lord protect us all and give us purity of hearts, minds, and th- and simple eyes. Glory to God forever. Amen.